Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome to the On My Back Packers preview podcast. We're previewing the Packers-Cowboys games this week. I'm your host, Mike Wall. You can find me on Twitter at MikeWall68. Co-host, Packers all-time leader rusher. Amon Green is here. Amon, how we doing, bud? Man, I'm doing good, man. Just uh, getting through the week. Another Thursday, and it's crazy weather here. It is 80 degrees in Green Bay right now, bro. That's why I've been hurting, man. The East Coast is all like all over that, too, right? It's been like Super 70, 80 warm. degrees yeah, in November. Yep. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's it's it, it just lets you know global warming is real. Um, if you're not paying attention, then you're gonna get surprised in about five to ten years and be like, "Why is it 90 degrees in Wisconsin in January?" <laughs> that's where we're going. That's I'm what's just, going yeah, just, on. There's, there's, yeah, this, that's another topic altogether. But hey, oh, before right, before we get started, man, let's hey, let's give a shout out to our Bet Online AG, our sponsors, Bet Online. Basketball's yep. back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, golf, or esports, right? Esports yep. AG, here we are. For sure. Would you just talk about the guy who invented Oculus, got an Oculus that can kill somebody? Yes. Out. It just it doesn't make sense. But head to betonline.ag today and join AG. Head on head to betonline.ag to join yeah, and receive your no. 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code Believe. That's B-L-E-A-B to receive your rewards. Bet online. Where the game starts, let's start, you and I, with this. Jeremy Fowler. Yes. VSPN. Know the guy. No of the guy. Yes. Reports. No listed sources. Here, I think it's hearsay. The criticism right. of the receivers, talking about the Green Bay receivers, yep. isn't sitting well, given Aaron Rodgers' decision to not attend voluntary offseason workouts. Now, mm. Before we, before you give me your, let me give you my two cents here. Gotcha. This is complete garbage. There's my oh, two yeah. cents. Who sitting well with whom? First of all, right. and right. second of all, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't go to voluntary workouts, that doesn't mean that you ha are, have an excuse to not know how to run the routes, to get right. pushed off the ball, to run your routes incorrectly, to not catch when the catches are there to be made. That I mean, one has 100%. absolutely nothing to do with the other. And I love how certain people in the media. All they're, they're so desperate to get clicks and yeah. clickbait this stuff that they put out something like it's not sitting well without saying not sitting well with whom and being scapegoats and all these things and not acknowledging that, hey, maybe we don't need our quarterback to put in work. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, uh, these headlines like this or like you say, clickbait is the name to them. It's just yeah, somebody just bored and maybe wants to get some, a little bit of attention and I mean, the, the players know, regardless of what's going on with the team, good or bad, um, you come into tra training camp, mini camp, ready to go, and that is a personal thing. So just because one person is not there, when Brett did not show up, which he did several times Ever. during the, during the latter part of his career when I got here, yeah. I still had to you know take handoffs from somebody and hold on high and tight and make the reads. And same with the wide receivers, Donald and Javon and Robert, Antonio, those guys were still running their routes. And once Brett got here to training camp, everybody was still who they were. They could Amon, get open, catch ball, stuff we like didn't that. Even so. ha we had mini camps. We didn't have OTAs. Right. I, right. I always go back to this. God, I mean, how did we How did we even survive without having to be there all offseason training and, and, and in meetings? How did we learn mm. the entire playbook and get better? Like, mm. this, this stuff is so, like, <laughs> it's so absurd. We go back yes. to it. Now, of course, because they're not playing well. Well, he's not the one who wasn't there offseason. Dude. 
Too there wasn't a single quarterback in the National Football League in the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s that was working out at the facility no. in April with their teammates. And nobody no. was doing it. Like, April. everybody managed to get good. And the way that, like, KJ, remember KJ Moore? We have him on this, you know, your, your mm-hmm. friend, KJ yeah. Moore from the Vikings. How yeah, uh, um, Osborne, KJ Osborne. Sorry, yeah. KJ Osborne. He goes down, he goes to the House of Athletes and trains yep. with a bunch of wide, badass wide receivers in Florida and gets better that way. Like, there's ways to do it. Like, I, I just... This this because this turns into the narrative, right? Yeah. This turns into the narrative. So people are going to be reciting this over and over again because it's something to point a finger at. It's something to lay to, to lay some information on yeah. stat wise on why the Packers are on a five game losing streak. And it's like, no, right now they're just all on the wrong page. And together, collectively, they're getting a butt kick, and now they got to figure it out together. Right. You know, right. that's it. Pretty much. And it's like I said to somebody else today. I was like, welcome to so you and I have been on other teams that are not the Green Bay Packers. Yes. Right. It's reality. And, and I mean, yeah. <laughs> w- I mean, with with quarterbacks that are not Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, with Correct. backup quarterbacks. I, I had to play with David Carr one year that all he wanted to do was play Xbox. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so I just tell I laugh. I go, man, this is how the rest of like this is how 20, 23 teams in the league deal with life every every year. Like they're always frustrated with the passing game. They're yeah. always frustrated with the protection. They're always frustrated with their their offense is never producing enough. You know, put work in. It's the yeah, it's the world you live in. But it's up to the individual to show up and realize, like, I'm my own man. This yeah. is my profession. I don't care if the guy's here or not. I'm gonna get my stuff together and get I'm it ready. Get right. It has nothing to do with whether or not so and so. And again, it's all hearsay. But the fact mm-hmm. that you bring it up so we talk about it, just whatever. Yeah, it, it taps my high too. It taps my high too. It's like the, tr- the truth is we we did. We did play, you know, this this is rock bottom. This is what rock bottom feels like. You just played 100%. You just played a nine point game against the league's worst defense. Thirty two in the lead, and you're gonna yeah, if couldn't like, couldn't get off couldn't get off the ball, can't beat press coverage. Um, we're now seventeen points per game, twenty-seventh in the league. Uh we, we are averaging four point eight, you know, yards per carry. We are, you know, 120 yards a, a game rushing, which is good for fourteenth in the league. But I think right. everybody will agree that's not that's not anywhere where we should be given the talent we have, particularly with Aaron Jones right now in the backfield. Um, but let, let's just talk about this, man. We've been in these situations before. Mm-hmm. What's the mood? So you lose the game, and you lose the game to a team that by all accounts you should have won on every 100%. statistical measure, you should have won, right? Yeah. And you lose it. You go in, you realize you only scored nine. Like, game plan didn't work. The defense is now looking at you like, dude, we gave up 15 points. We gave you the ball at the 25-yard line off of Jay's uh, Alexander's pick. Yep. So, like, net, we gave up 12. You know what I mean? You start going like, dude, do something. So, when you go into game plan on Wednesday, you're a player. You're, you're a Mon Green. You're mm-hmm. an all-pro. You go into Wednesday's game plan. What do you – like, what do you need to see – for you to go like, okay, I'm I'm all on because there's ga- there's weeks, and it doesn't mean it's going to turn out or not. But there's weeks right. where we see the game plan and we're like, oh shoot, like we got problems. <laughs> yeah, right. What, what I, do you need to see this week? What I need to see is uh, plays that put the best players that are playing in the best positions to win. And I know I've seen a few seasons, uh, only a few seasons. I mean, really, only one season, maybe one week, where we had a a game plan in green Bay where I'm like, why are we changing everything for the defense that we're facing? Right. What the hell? And in other places, well, I'll say Houston, it was literally the whole 07 season. I'm like, why are we adjusting every week to the defense? We should be running what we're doing to make them we're dictating, adjust. not adjusting. Exactly. Not we dictate we to the defense. We dictate to the right. defense by doing our play action, by running the ball, by running our deep routes and medium routes to make then them adjust to what's working for us, you know, so no, I mean, so a very few times here in Green Bay, but a lot in Houston and the mood would be for me is that, you know, seeing something that where I'm like, okay, this works. I like it because it gets the ball in my hands as a running back because you got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. You may not have Aaron Jones, but, you know, he's beat up right now. So hopefully A.J. Dillon, you got Kalen Hill coming off the bench mm-hmm. is going to help out who is, you know, obviously he's going to be fresh legs. That might be the bonus there, but but something to where, like I said, it, it'll, it'll be exciting to see an offense where, okay, we got guys running routes. We got these plays that I know is going to be a, a positive play when it, when it happens. So do you, do you internalize it to your room and what you can bring? Because I, I, the only thing I would say is 
you had a much better team in Green Bay than you did in Houston. So the reason that so the reason that your you know your thought process is, hey, I, I'm 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 a Mon Green, I'm the guy. I've got this offensive line in front of me. I got a quarterback behind me. I got like, Javon Walker. I got Bubba Franks. I got Will Henderson's mm-hmm. blocking for me. You're going, hey, I don't care who we play. Like we know what we're good at, and we're going to yep. find a way to do what we're good at, and we do it better than you do. And we're just going to say we're better than you, right? We're going to yep. put it. We're, we're going to disguise things. It's not like we're going to go out there and be like completely Vanilla. concrete yeah right but we are but we're basically saying this is who we are we're not going to deviate who we are for you in tech in the houston texans in the 07 game they don't feel that way they're yeah. they're thinking we don't have the talent okay so what do we do what i'm asking you is with this team right and this talent and what they're demonstrating guys can't get off press guys don't win in man right yeah uh we not pass protections not great running games not great what do you like? What are you? Is the expectation the same? Do you just like, hey man, we got to be the same people all the time, or you, or do you think like, all right, maybe we have to adjust to, for example, Dallas's number one defense is press man coverage. They run it like almost fifty percent of the time, and they're <laughs> damn good at it too. Yes, they are, and they got guys that can get after the passer. So, what is like knowing that? Just knowing that right there, I just said two things: they can get after the passer. They they got like thirty sacks already. Mm-hmm. And they play press man as often, more often than anybody else in the National Football League. And they got a guy who just racks up picks and passes yes. defended and digs. Yeah, digs. So, yep. So what off of that, what do you want to see this week? So I want to see the run game get going. That's mm-hmm. pretty much it. That slows down the pass game and and defensive man, linebackers trying to get sacks and double move plays uh, in terms of routes. Since you can't get open, you know, make them a double move. Get get and what digs. Is, and what does digs do? Diggs, he comes, he he jumps on the first. As soon as you plant, he's breaking on the ball. So that's why he's the pick leader. But then that's how I'm sometimes a good quarterback to offensive coordinator, good receiver talk and say, hey, we got double move him right now. And you've seen it in the last last season. He got beat a few times in a few games because he was biting so hard on the first move on that wide receiver. I believe the Rams game last year when they had Odell, things like that would happen because players are talking. Players are paying attention. What's going on? I got this. Okay, I got this DB who's wrong, who's a ball hawk. Boom, boom, give me, you know, a double move out and up or whatever. Yep. Boom, and you're open. So He, he was feast for family last year, right? He was like tops and picks and also tops and yards allowed. Yep. And he's better this year. But let's before we get into that, let's, let me ask you this, okay? So so everyone, you know, you read the paper and ESPN, everything. Should they – there's talk I know. about Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. And, okay, the contract situation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Should we play Jordan Love? Now I, I have a I have a very very specific opinion on this. I don't want I, I don't want it to cloud yours. So let's hear like what do you think about you have a fifty million dollar year quarterback who's a four time MVP and people are talking about let's play the other guy to see what we have because apparently we haven't seen enough even though you see him in practice every day and you see him in games. Like, right. Um, what do you it, say? That's not the moment. It's not the time. Um, they still have a chance. A new you know from from wins and losses between now and the end of November. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll know by the end of November if they're in the playoffs or not. So for me, until that time where games have been lost, that's when we maybe make a change later, even later into the season, two, three games left to uh, put my guy on the shelf, but not until then. You well, know? So if it was December and you, if it was December and you were three and 11. Oh yeah. George is going in. Is a, is a Mon green not playing the game anymore? Um, From like, personally, it'd be hard. Yeah, that's be what I'm hard. saying. Well, it'd be okay. hard. So so why does it, why did, like how do you not okay or, or okay are they are they giving Tony Fisher question. more reps like do we not know what Tony Fisher is shout out to but, Fish by the way you're yeah. awesome I'm just saying like you we already know what exactly he is. yeah need, like so so with Jordan Love I'm just like my thing is like what, for what and like, I, I think it's, I, I think the difference is the fact the fact of the position you know and what what is demanding and and also what that position carries because obviously that's a fifty million dollar quarterback. Um, compared to first round draft pick and then you look past that as a player i'm looking past i'm looking at the experience and that's why i'm thinking okay they want to if it's rumors coming up but it'll be later in the season for me as a player coach to say hey you know let's put jordan in let's get him some live reps against some number one defenses that then when we come to next year when we have both competing then you know we let them compete competing for a starting job if that because i would rogers competed for a starting job with jordan love oh yeah I say come next year. No, AG, AG. <laughs> as long as Aaron Rodgers has all four limbs, 
No, Jordan I know. Love, I know. Jordan Love is never going to beat him out. I mean, no, I know. I, I know. I, I always look at it this way because you know, we're players. If I'm a guard, okay, I, and I don't even catch the ball. If I'm a guard, I don't want to play with a rookie or a third year mm. guy who's never played before. I want to play with the best quarterback in the league. Even though if he's not having a down year, I ride with my guy because yeah. he gives us the best chance to be successful. You, as a, as a running back who receives passes, a receiver, mm-hmm. a tight end, anybody yeah. who plays on offense, we don't like, we have careers too. And our, and like, and, and yeah, you, if, if it was one of those things where we literally had never seen Jordan Love play, I still wouldn't be great with it, but I would understand it. Yeah. But you kind of already know what you have, right? Yeah. Like you see no, him yeah. every day in practice. Definitely know what we have. Yes. Yeah. This, this isn't, this isn't like when Brett was waffling. And they're like, hey, we got this dude, Aaron Rodgers, who is the who is going to be the deal. Everybody, dude, the minute he walked in the building and started slinging the ball around in practice, I got phone calls from linemen. Dude, this guy is legit. Like, he can throw the ball. Yeah. Like, it, the the I, buzz was there. Mm-hmm. It's not there with this guy. And yeah. he might be a solid pro. He might be a top 15, top 20 quarterback in the league, but he's not top five. No. And, and, and so, like, unless Aaron Rodgers, to me, unless Aaron Rodgers walks in and says – you guys, I'm out of here after next year, dude. You guys cap hit, whatever. I'm out. Yeah. Like you can yeah. take if you can take the 50 million. I don't need it. You know, I, I whatever the ayahuasca or whatever it doesn't cost that much. I'm good. <laughs> like unless right. you like unless, unless he does that, like dude, you're you're playing. You're you are our team captain. You're our leader. You're playing. I, this all this other stuff to me is like you're just trying to create. It's like it's like the difference between making progress and creating movement. You're just creating movement right there to look like you're busy. Like you're yeah. not getting any, you're not getting, you're not learning. What are you really going to learn? Oh, you made a couple of plays. Like we already, we already know. Yeah. We know, we know what uh Jordan, we know what Aaron is and yeah, no, I agree with that. Okay. So the, the mm. Packers are five point underdogs this week, AG. Let's switch gears. Sorry. So I got, I get too passionate about that. The, the whole idea is just, <laughs> it's just for, it just doesn't even make sense to me. Cause I'm always like, dude, I get paid to do a job. I'm gonna do a job as best I can. You're not going to take yeah. me out. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. um, okay, so Gary's out for the year. Yep, that's terrible. I mean, that is, that is not crazy. good. Yeah, we're 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 15th in the league right now in yards per game or in points per game at 20.9. We're 26th in rushing, which is not where we want to be 130. But again, that's a lot of that has to do with the fact that it's been close games where the mm-hmm. complete playbook is open to teams like the Chicago Bears, the Detroit Lions, these teams that have run against us. Um, is it time for – well, first of all, Isaiah McDuffie, who we highlighted in the last game, played really well. He's kind of getting some praise right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, Rudy Ford was the guy that we've, we've highlighted. This guy has been a solid tackler in a, in a secondary that hasn't been great tacklers. Eddie Barry going to get his chance. Like He's going to get some game. This yep. is – this is interesting. I, you know, I, he, he's showing up a little bit too in, in some he, of the matches, some of the games that's been um, early in the season. Especially in the pass rush, right? Yep. Especially in the pass he rush. The, he, he knows got, how to get that, to the quarterback. He got that BS call that that had hands. Oh my god, that was terrible. First call in the league. Yeah, if on, um, on golf, that was not good. But this maybe this is the opportunity to put Ford in and say, listen, like we have protection issues with Ford. We have protect. Or excuse me, we have um, we have uh, coverage issues with Ford. Yeah, we have coverage issues with Savage too. Yeah, maybe it's time. Everyone talks about how good Savage would be in the nickel. If Stokes is out, maybe we move him, right? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if 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 uh, if our middle linebacker is, is out again, maybe maybe we get another week with McDuffie. Maybe McDuffie starts bringing because McDuffie did something last week that we oh. haven't seen in particular from um, from Quay. And again, Quay's going to be a great player, but Quay's making a lot of uh, when there's a Still blocker in front of, of him. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of tackles being made nine, eight and nine yards down the field. Isaiah McDuffie gets in the hole. He and again, dude, old school football. You and me, we want to mm-hmm. have hole, contact in the hole. That's I want to see a block shed. I want to see you make a tackle in the hole. If you can do that, great. If you can't, like you're valuable because you're an athlete, right? And you're going to learn. But that dude's doing it right now in the second year. Let's get him in the game. Yeah, fast too. Is there? I think I think Gary being out is honestly like the absolute worst case scenario for the game. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, darn it. I said, man, this is it went from bad to worse. Um, because he was a guy that he could take over, as we've seen this season, take over a game defensively by himself. He had got to that level, and now run and pass too. Right? Yep, like, run he's, and pass. He's, a good, he's, he's not as good as Preston. The run, he's a good run defender, but exactly. So now he, with him being out, I was just going to have to. I say for obviously in game in season, it's like look, we got next man up. But that that mentality, um, got to is is there. And then, but for the you know, Richard healing up, getting surgery done, and then be back to uh top form come midseason next year. So 
Got to wait on that now. We got that rookie Tyler Smith playing left tackle at the Cowboys, and then and then you have uh, Terrence Steele, who is it? You know, I think it may be a third year guy. But okay. I mean, they, like they're playing well. Joe Philbin's over there, but you just think, like, God, Rashawn Gary could have had a day. You know, he would have had fun. a day. Yeah. So let's talk about oh, these Cowboys, Ag. So you know yep. Mike McCarthy better than I do. He's coming yep. back. Um, Joe Philbin's on that staff. Rob. Big rubble double. Rob Davis yep. is the assistant head coach on that staff. I the know. big rubble double. Rubble double. Oh, how about <laughs> Rob Davis being an assistant head? coach? I know. Dude. I wouldn't. Hey, yeah. He's, that's big. Hey, congratulations. For guys who don't know, Rob Davis was the player. He was our long snapper. He was. He's just the guy. He's the glue. He's a locker room guy. Yeah. He became a player engagement, player development guy in Green Bay. Mike McCarthy is one of his. You know, he's one of the you know, trusted guys of Mike McCarthy. Mike brought him down and made him an assistant head coach because Rob's the kind of dude that is the absolute. He's the, I guarantee he's the glue of the whole building. Mm-hmm. I, I believe he's it. Just he's that guy, and we, I couldn't be happier for him. Miss him. Uh, proud of the job they're doing. Yeah. And I, I looked and. Al Harris is on. Al, staff, yes. Man. Ooh, he was at KC for a long time, and then they brought KC, him down. That's right, yeah. They brought him down to uh, Mark, Mike McCarthy. Brought him in year one um, with him in, in Dallas. So saw him last year when he got inducted to the Packer Hall of Fame. And the way and a lot of respect for Al, man. From the time I met him as a as a Packer, I know he played for the Eagles first, but I remember his training, you know, training camps. Uh, the way he warmed up to the way he practiced was a lot of respect between him and I, and we would have conversations. He'd be like, you know, we'd be like, Hey, you know, this, you know, he would ask me questions, you know, how hard are you going today? I'm like, you know, I'm hundred percent every day. And he's like, okay, just, just, just checking. Just want to know if you take, no, I'm never taking off day, especially in training camp to get ready for a game. So he had, we had those conversations because we knew what we had to do to get ready for Sundays. And he was one of those guys. Al's probably most famous for that Matt Hasselbeck pick six, hundred percent right, the playoff game. But yeah, I, I feel the same. I ran way, to him after that. When Matt said that, I'm like, "This Matt, did he he just went a, stupid yeah. for a second. He's that best. was you that's, know that's Al Harris, that's the that's first guy I ran to the sidelines. I said, "Ow!" And I didn't realize that the mic was there, and he and the whole stadium heard him. Hmm. So I go to Al, I say, "Ow, did you?" He just said that he's gonna get he's gonna get the ball and score. He said, "No, Ag, I got it. I'm about to end this game right now." That's what he said to me right before he caught that pass. <laughs> I was Al's like, a pro's pro, man. Yeah. I remember Al came in and he was like, you know, we knew him because, you know, you kind of know back then there wasn't that many guys who had dreads popping out of the back of their hair. You know, he, yep. was, in Philly, he was playing nickel corner and we brought in the nickel corner. And most time, most guys are nickel corner. You like back in the day, it was like they're their third corner. And now mm-hmm. you start realizing like they might be your best corner. Right. Yeah. And, and Al was that guy. He came in and he took the, the job yeah. opposite Chi Town Mike. And dude, yep, like, take it away. I was the same way. Like day one, I was like, dude, this guy could play. He was breaking up passes, you know, getting on Javon, getting on Donald. Mm-hmm. On, on day one with Brett's, you know, anytime anybody did anything against us on defense, like, yeah. when, on, when we showed, were with Brett in the passing game, we were always like, oh man, this kid showed this up. Kid can play. Yep. So yeah, big, big fan of his, really happy for him. But uh, the other guy they have there is a guy I did some work for a couple of years ago, Dan Quinn. Yeah, he's been around Dan, Seattle. Atlanta Dan is yeah yeah obviously started started with Pete Carroll and that big mm-hmm. that, you know that Seahawks team in, in Seattle but Dan is um he just gets guys like people love him he's he's just got that personality and they these guys are playing hard mm-hmm. for them now they've got there's a couple here's a couple of stats on these guys to get their they're number three in the league at 16.6 points per game they're plus eight in the turnover margin. We talked about digs, but they got wow. guys all over the board that can that can make plays. Wow. They they play about 50%. They're playing man free cover one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the group is gonna the first thing everyone's gonna talk about how do we stop Michael Parsons? We got Yash Naim and we got hopefully Bakhtiari or or right. if it's not Bakhtiari, you know, that that conversation's real. And he does start at middle linebacker and he moves around and they you they really, really do a good job of utilizing him. Mm-hmm. But Micah Parsons, he's got nine tackles for loss, eight sacks. Dante Fowler Jr., who, you know, remember him from Florida, drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars, blew his knee out for training camp. He's got four sacks. DeMarcus Loris, four sacks. Dorrance Armstrong Jr., who I didn't even know existed until I was watching tape, five sacks. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're just, these guys can play, and they got safeties making sacks. They got picks everywhere. I mean, these guys just are ball hawks. And so, yeah. When you turn, yeah. they're just so aggressive at every level. We put some tape together. Like, I, let's just start with this, man. When, when you Six watch guys, the, seven guys over four sacks. Yeah. Four I mean, sacks it's, or more. That, that's, that's a hell of a thing. And, and the number one thing, and the reason I put these plays in AG is just watch these guys just play hard. 
Mm-hmm. Watch Marcus Lawrence Speed run into to the, the ball. ball here. Yep, they yep. just hawk the ball. And they're not great in run defense. They're, they're, I think they're in the you know 24, 26 in run defense. But watch 90 run to the ball here, overcome that down block, that crack block. That that, that action yep. is still open for the Green Bay Packers. But now you know you see it in the passing situations. They got stand up guys. Micah Parsons against that left tackle, making play. I mean, they get this screen off. Watch them chase Barely. the ball down. I mean, look Oop. at this. Yeah, I mean, th- these guys are, and the working. ball just got barely got back to the line of scrimmage on that. Yep, I mean, they yep. put in work. You you see some of this stuff as a as an offensive lineman, as a center, you got to make the right call. You got to know who you're protecting, and then all of a sudden, you got guys hawking you down against some really good running backs in the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. Now, here's some stuff that we can do. Get today. They are small, and from a yep. run defense perspective, they are vertical guys. They're smaller guys. You can move them around. Their linebackers aren't huge. Parsons is a middle linebacker playing out at the edge. I mean, there's, there's, you can move bodies. Mm-hmm. You can move spaces. If you do pre-stamp motion, you look Bander at the, too. He's not, he's a, he's a, he's a speed guy, but he's not real big. Yeah. You, you look at the, these plays, like these gap plays are open for business. If they're mm-hmm. just going to, if they're going to play this kind of defense when, when they got seven in the box and you can pull two guys and really they, they got an overhang with number six, you think yep. I mean this this stuff is just ripe for the taking. That looked like 96 power right there. Yeah. I mean, but well, it's like <laughs> 16 gap, right? It's like 16, yeah, 16 gap. Yeah, yep. yeah. With with the double pull. We saw this last week. You know, there, mm-hmm. you run those kick plays and you just put it on their corners to get out there and make, you know, I think the big thing when you think about the Green Bay Packers and how to find success, it's like Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon versus corners is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Now this is yes, this is. is Swift from the Detroit Lions running the kick play that everybody plays, yep. but this is the stuff that wins. You look on the mm-hmm. passing side because these guys are ball are hawks. so aggressive yep. and they're ball hawks and they're going to play man free. It's like the good news is AG. It's like Dan Quinn's playing the Seattle defense, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to go back. We're going to play single high. We're going to play man or match, right? Cover three or cover one. And we're just we're gonna get after you up front. Like they don't yep. have to, they're Michael Bennett, yeah. Michael Parsons, you know what you start doing, but at least you kind of know yep. what you're gonna get, right? Exactly. Yeah, Tay Diggs is uh what's his name, Richard Sherman or the other big safety. I can't think of his name right now. Oh, good. Cam Chancellor, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Cam Chancellor. Yep. Boy, Cam was good, huh? So Man. one of the things that's important about this Animal. team, and when you and like for fans out there, when you're when you're watching the game, if we can get the more people you can get out and pass in uh, in routes, obviously, the better off you are. Like that's mm-hmm. true for anything. The problem is being able to protect. Yep. But when you're always running man, or when you're running man fifty percent of the time, like that's even more true because accountability all of a sudden becomes not into zones, but like I cannot lose my individual matchup. And yep. if you start increasing that number, the chances of somebody losing get higher and higher and higher. And all you see right here, very simply, is they release that back in the in the backfield because yeah, the Eagles can protect. And that linebacker just for one second hesitates, and they're out the gate for another. You know, that's a 15, 20-yard gain. That's a big mm-hmm. play. That's a problem. Yeah. It's, um, you know, keeping the defense honest. They're trying to play the man. It's like, so, okay, we'll make that adjustment. We'll leak a back out. Maybe hesitate, like what we saw in that last play, hesitated the linebacker, but always having somebody in route matching up with the DBs that are in coverage. Yes, sir. So you see the matchup here. Twenty-seven walks down and mugs over the, the the tight end, and Jared Goff makes a a great throw here. Mm-hmm. But this is off play action. We've been talking about this for months. It seems like under center play action, or if you're going to go shotgun play action, let's move somebody on the line. Let's pull a guard. Let's move the entire let's the, the entire um, the entire group one way or the mm-hmm. other to really give a run sell and create that space behind those linebackers. You see, they do a great job here. They I think they pull the left guard. Those linebackers step up, and all of a sudden we have that window of opportunity. Goff has to make a great throw here, but these are – I mean, this is the kind of stuff that is going to be open. You think about you put Tunyon there. Can Tunyon get open on the crosser off off of this kind of play? Yeah, I think so Mm -hmm. because we're not creating a ton of separation. We're going to have to really take advantage of these linebackers with that play-action look and create these windows where we know Aaron Rodgers can make these throws. Especially this tight end is beating this DB, so that tells you right there that Tunyon will have opportunity to get open. Nice little push off. Yeah, that is that I was gonna say that is Hawkinson. He's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still don't know why they send him to Minnesota. <laughs> so this this is an early down play, and they're playing off, you know, and, and this game isn't out of hand yet. We look at the mm-hmm. slot, and again, you now one thing about Dan Quinn, man, his team is really well coached. I want to back this up because it's kind of subtle. I want you to watch this slot defender 
he's reading this route. In other words, he's seen – so for, for fans out there, he's seen this formation. He's seen mm-hmm. this look. He's seen this situation on tape, and he's trying to jump this route. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said, Hezzy, you see how he, he dives in? And again, yeah. gives up big plays. So yep. what does that mean for us? Like, you have to break some tendencies. Yes, you do, because he's reading it. He's been and watching film. Course, and then, of course, man, like when you're a team that gets upfield, rushes the passer, plays man cover free, like, AG, mm-hmm. what are our favorite plays in the world, man? Screenplays. Screen, screen, screens to Amon. Screens to Amon Green, man. It's our favorite. Look at this. Oh, this is, right. Get on the sidewalk. How they say? Get on all, the sidewalk. Hey, man, that is, and that is all you can eat when you're playing oh. man free. If if one of these linemen can pick up Vanderish here, number 55, because look at the rush that they're going to put on here. Everybody's coming up field. If one of these linemen can get on Vanderish, because Vanderish is man on that tight end or that running back, depending on what, what screen you're running. Yep. If you can get him. And the offensive line communicates and knows, like, dude, they're in man free. Don't forget they're in man free. Look for that linebacker. First guy out. Don't worry about the the cornerback. He's not going to be there. This isn't cover two, right? They're they're turning and running. All those guys are gone. Backs are turned. Amon is walking into the end zone. All day. I had plenty of those. It was so so fun. Let my lineman get in front of me, lead me to the end zone. (laughs) Let you guys do that. And Joe Joe Philbin's at at uh, at Dallas, man. I just got to. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Joe Philbin when he got there? He started um, he started instituting a screen drill. He was the assistant line coach for the first couple of years yeah. we were there. Yeah. And he started instituting the screen drill, and it was like it was legit. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And it was, it was a, we it was, did a half line. I think we did yeah, two of them at we, the same time. Like we put we put work in, and uh, <laughs> and I remember. I was down in Miami. He's the head coach. And he goes, Hey, you remember that screen drill? It worked, didn't it? You know, cause we were, we were doing like we were doing. Right. Was, he was the best man. Joe's Joe's a one of a kind. Okay. We got some under center here. Under center play action pass. Again, that's, that's our guy digs up top. Yep. Watch him. He's reading eyes at a QB right now. Yeah. Covering this guy. Oh, oh. What's he got. trying to do? Yeah. He try, he's trying. We're, we're trying to make plays. Right. He's yep. trying to read. He's always trying to, they're always, these guys, you can tell they watch a ton of tape. You got to break tendency. And I'm going to, can I back this up? Cause this is a point I, I wanted, I, I was making earlier in the day. Yeah. And I just want to show people what, what we mean. The Packers oftentimes they get caught running just like a route tree route. Meaning that mm. like, remember when you're in high school and like a five was like a 15 yard, come back to the, the sideline, a four mm-hmm. is a stick, a seven's a corner, you know, they're running route tree routes. I want you to watch the route on the top of the screen here. This is like, this is essentially for us, this is a double move, right? Yep. Back and back out. This, you're covering zones. So as a defender, he's crossed the numbers. He's going into the middle of the field. He's crossed the hash mark. Oh, shoot. He's going back out. You've yep. committed because he's kind of hit that real estate spot during, I'm talking about the width of the field. Yep. The receivers hit that real estate spot where like, I can commit now and break on this route. And as soon as they do that, right, because you break tendency, yep. wide now you're open. wide open. Yeah. This is this is to me something the Green Bay Packers could, if they can, if they have the time to, and they protect him, they can really make yeah. hay with these kind of routes because we're just not beating people necessarily down running nines. And that's what uh, Dallas is going to be uh, open to too, open to do because of the DBs being a little bit aggressive. Now watch this guy, man. This Michael Parsons legit. Oh. Right? There's no way he should be on that hit. <laughs> There's just <laughs> no the- way. <laughs> There's just no way with a guy with a guy who's covered up gets bypassed by 70 left guard has not pass rushing at all. Like there's no reason, but he's just he's just that guy. <laughs> it's like you're Main watching space. that in film. You're watching that in film. You're just going, dude. How did I get beat right there? Like yeah. we're in a phone booth. How did I get beat? He didn't move his feet. Dropped his hands a little bit too much. Or they got knocked down and he dropped him. So that helped him to get marched. Uh, Mike could pass him. So you see these guys, we got five, we we got everybody across on the line. We got single safety. So Goff makes it makes a check here. And again, we're going empty right here. So again, five people out. They've designated their coverage, they're gonna switch on the linebackers, they're gonna switch underneath, and they just blow coverage. Again, it's just opportunities. Yeah. The more guys you get out against man coverage, or if they're playing match, the more opportunities you get. Better, more chances you have to get those quick hitters that turn into big mm-hmm. plays because everybody mm-hmm. else's backs is turned, and that's like that's a big part of this. It's, it's huge. A big it's part huge. of the success here. 
Yep, because they didn't the young receivers, you know, Samari, um, whoever see Watson, he's healthy, and Antonian and the rest of the receiver, Allen, they could use that to their like I said, to their advantage and then get get something going, you know, with the run and the pass game right there. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to sell you because you just you just said uh you just mentioned Tunyon. The <laughs> offensive line for the the offensive line for the Dallas Cowboys has been playing really well, a lot better than everybody expected, right? right. And if they've actually been like trading out Jason Peters every once in a while at the left guard position, which I think is phenomenal because it's like he he's over the hill for a left tackle, but all of a sudden you put him in there. And I think like the first play was in, he destroyed two people. They ran for like Tony Pollard went out the gate. <laughs> but the key to their offense, believe it or not, is Dalton Schultz. And the tight end, the, the tight end. Okay. He's got like 20 catches. He doesn't have huge numbers, but Dalton Schultz, I'm going to, I'm going to read these guys out. Jake Ferguson. He's a rookie Peyton Hendershot rookie. And then Sean McKeon, they run a lot of 12 personnel run the ball. These guys can all, they are good blockers. Like they do it mm -hmm. in the blocking game. They do it in the passing game. We'll show it. Good. But you think about Noah Brown's having a good year. He's got 25 for 339 and a touchdown. Everybody knows about CD lamb 42 for 556 and three touchdowns. And Michael Gallup, who's coming off injuries. Yep. He's only got 12 for 135 and one Dalton Schultz is the heartbeat of this team. I, I, I know that, that sounds crazy, man, but the tight end, you know, the tight ends, the glue bubble yeah, is our glue. Is. Yeah, it makes sense because the run game is running, is, is doing what it's doing um, with Dak, with, with Ezekiel, with Pollard. And so when the guys are, you know, doing that play, that PAP, then that's the usually the first guy that comes open because they're on linebacker because it's run heavy in that, in that personnel. So you got a linebacker that usually cannot keep up with the way, that, the way tight ends are built these days. Hey, t let's talk about Pollard and Zeke real quick because so Zeke's been the guy there. He got the big contract. He's been, mm -hmm. he's been hurt. But then Tony Pollard comes, comes in. And, you know, Tully Pollard's got – he's got 81 carries for 506 and 5. He's averaging 6.2 yards per carry. Incredible. Yes. Zeke's not doing bad. 4.1 yards per carry. He's got 109. He's got more rushes for less yards. He's got more touch – he's got one less touchdown at four. But Pollard's an explosive guy. Now, mm -hmm. something that's interesting about Pollard, though, is he's never really been a workhorse. Like, I don't think he's ever averaged more than, like, 17 or 18 yard or carries yeah. per game. He hasn't that done goes a back whole full college. season of work, right. So, so AG, from you're, – you're you've been this guy. You're an up-and-coming guy. All of a sudden, you came in. Dorsey was here. Mm. You're younger. Dorsey's on the tail end of his career. He's more, You're more explosive. How, what happens? How does the natural – like, what – do they start changing the plays to suit you more? Or is it just, hey, we're running the same stuff. I'm running it better. I'm just going to continue to get more reps. Like, how, is there a switch that goes over that's like, okay, now it's Pollard's team, and we're going to run mm. the, the game plan around him? Or is it still – because this is really a run-first team. Is yeah, it still it is. like – Zeke starts it. Pollard, we got your special package. Or, you know, how, like, how do you see that happening? Yeah, I, I see it as right now it's still Zeke's team in terms mm -hmm. of run plays that he is catered to. That's been catered to him. Um, and then some of them plays that Pollard can run. But then also we're going to add, a you know, a little package. I see they do little screen plays. They do little quick tosses to Pollard to get his – to use the speed to get to the edge. And then they sometimes use some of the same plays, if not a little bit of uh, – I say a little bit of different detail of the play to get Ezekiel the same type of um, leverage on the offensive line, either getting out to the edge or running up the middle where he likes to eat. I say that's more his spot. It is not having done it a whole lot with him re recently. That dude is explosive though, man. Let's, let's, let me show you what I mean about, uh, about our guy Dalton Schultz and, and crew. So first off, when you have that running quarterback option, Dak Prescott's back. <sighs> right? This kind of stuff is just, this is just available. And you see down here, they've got a safe, they got a single safety high. They got trips over to the left. And basically they're looking at this Dalton Schultz on the bottom of the screen for everybody who can't see. And as long as he figure, as long as they feel like they, he can leverage that safety over the top of him or the, then, yep. then they're just going to option off the defensive end. I mean, it's just, this is a very this is a high school play, yeah, right? Out the gate option off. These guys can block all the way down the field. They, you know, at the tight end position, and they can make runs. I mean, this is very simple. Can I leverage that guy? Yes or no? I can. We got to play. All you can eat, right? He's he's over here doing this thing, right? I think actually that's the play he got hurt, but yeah, nonetheless, he needed to protect himself. He didn't go into contact, right? That was weird the way he went into contact. Did not protect himself at all. We watched we watched this play last week to to show how bad the Lions were, but you know to show again like. Oh, you got it back there. Yeah. You got a guy who is dangerous. You you see, you see, uh, oh man, I went too far. But you see, you see Schultz here. 
Yep, taking this guy out for a, a walk. Taking but, him for a walk, and then on this next play, you know, I, I highlight him. Like, look what he does this defense. Like, this is legit. This is a Rob Gronkowski s job on a defensive end, a starting defensive end in the league. Throws him on the ground. That's yep, a big thing. Oh man, we, you know, I mean, it's not like it's not that's Kevin Barry, it's not the U seventy one package, but this guy can catch passes. It's like this is a real deal, man. I mean, that's, that's this is a, this that's is leverage. a rarity. This is yeah. what we, you and I are always talking about with Tunyon. Like, oh, if only if Tunyon could block like this, you know. And like it's this. not about strength; it's just about getting your hands in the right place and moving your feet. That's it's leverage it. and technique, isn't it? It's never leverage and technique. It's nothing. You don't have to be strong to do what Schultz is doing because they're almost him and Tunyon are almost built the same in terms of height and weight. Mm -hmm. It's just about want to and technique. Basically. It really is, it really is. You see that you run. see the Dallas line. You know they they insert the wide receiver um, inside. We look here. They got a they got a fullback coming back in motion, and they do just a quick toss. They put so they got their two tight ends. They got one on the yeah, line of scrimmage, one backside. Yeah. If you look here, they got a tight end on the uh, on the right of your screen, and then they have an offset tight end in the B gap behind the guard and the tackle, right? And. Mm -hmm. These guys okay. now. This is he's taking on Roquan Smith with the Bears. Look at that job he's doing with on Roquan Smith, arguably all pro level playing right mm -hmm. now, linebacker in the league. I mean, big stuff, man. Yeah, get so to I'm your body, about, get like, to his body. When you have a guy that can play and block at that level and catch passes, it just makes all the difference in the world. And they got two, they play two tight ends here in 12 package. And one thing that Joe Philbin's done at every level is like these guys hang on their double teams. So you look at the left guard in the center, they're mm -hmm. going to stick on that double team and they're not going to try to release early. You look at the tackle and the tight end. A lot of times this tight end just kind of hands off and tries to go to the next level. No, Joe Philbin line coach out there. This, this, I met Joe Philbin. He was a line coach at Iowa before mm -hmm. he got to green Bay. This is his passion. This is like, this is what he does the absolute best. Mm -hmm. He teaches fundamentals. And these guys are just, they're not overpowering anybody. Zach Martin's still an nope. all-pro, still one of the best in the game. But across the board, these guys aren't overpowering anybody. They just do things fundamentally right. He doesn't come off his block. It's really that simple. Nope. You know? And this nope. is like, you, you watch this there. tape. Makes sense. You got hands there, don't take them away. Because you move You watch the guy. this tape and you yeah. go you go to the Packers. It's like, I want you to watch what this like the same quality or lesser players are doing at your position because they're just following the fundamentals of football, right? And mm -hmm. I'm talking about tight end all the way down, all the way across the line. It's, this is just, they're, they're executing at a very, very high level with that specific, like when your double teams idea, right? Yep. Again, these big plays are all this, like, it's just all the same stuff. They're getting to the second level too. You see Martin make it to the second level after uh, he pushes off. Watch this double, you know, set, you got center and left guard double team. Drive, drive, drive. It never comes off. Goes yeah. up to the backer, right? Makes the backer yeah. come to him. What's I mean for you as a running back, AG? That's just beautiful. tell people beautiful. from your perspective <laughs> the difference between I'm double teaming with Mike Flanagan uh, on the on the defensive tackle, and I don't ever come off, and I and I'm, you're we're kind of walling that linebacker off for you. Yeah. Versus he detaches, all of a sudden you got two single blocks. What's the difference for you? The difference is that I know that you basically created five to six yards for me. And now that linebacker can't see me. So if I make whatever move I make within a uh, phone booth, I'm going to outrun him. And then he's going to have to really make extra effort to get to the tackle because now y'all blocked him off. And then when y'all go to the single, then it becomes a one-on-one. -on -one and I know y'all going to win that. And then that's just more people that's not able to tackle me to get hands out there to try to strip the bar, just get me to the ground. So then that's a problem. You know, when you got running backs that have acceleration, that understand run fence to acceleration, get that run fit, then accelerate through the hole very fast. So that's yeah. what I see. Yeah, perfect. And and like the way, just like the the very basic caveman way of thinking about it is the way that you know Lyman think about it is, if we can give you one half step anywhere because they have to hesitate because because mm -hmm. they're they're having to engage us, that's all you ever needed. And that this is. is like this is the easiest way where they can't attack us. They kind of have to wait and see what happens. So we got the slot look here. And we're showing this because when you go, when you go under center, sorry, let me go back there real quick. They do some under center stuff here. And this is what, you know, we've been talking about this from our perspective, what we'd love to see, but this is what they, this is what our Packers D is going to have to deal with. You got this, that run game 
and they do under center, they do from shotgun, they move bodies mm-hmm. from that run game. Like all of a sudden, this timing works out really well. When you go under center play action pass, you get to the top of your 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 drop from a, a quarterback's perspective, mm-hmm. and you got a guy like Ceedee Lamb being able to come through. Yeah, you know that that's to, a big deal. Able to correct to create separation, get away from the DB. Got that play action because his run game is respected now. It's set up, so yeah, you got that. You make that a problem. And the only thing I want to show here, Ag, is like, you know, Dak Prescott. I think that I'm a huge Dak Prescott fan. Me, me like, too. I think, I think he's a hard worker. And I think he's a really, really good leader. I think he's a talented guy too. I don't know if you know if he's top ten. Is he top twelve? I don't know. Right. But I think he's, I, I would love. I would love to play for Dak Prescott. But this is a this is a big time throw, man. It is. Like that's a two the, steps. Like, Big time throw yeah. on the run. That's a big deal. Yeah, two steps out of play action fake and with pressure on you, somebody on your leg, and get it out of there quick and fast and on point. This is this is why this is the the other part of why I think Dalton Schultz is the key to this this offense. Not only does he do such a great job in the run game, we know he can catch the ball if he's detached, attached tight end here. They show that safety is going to come up here at the at the bottom of the the line. So now we know that he's got leverage on the backer who's going to be covering man on man. Do quick run fake, easy pass, mm-hmm. fifteen yard explosive play. Like this this stuff is. If you have this in your in your toolbox, and again, I'm showing the guard because they're going to pull and show action. Why are they showing action? Because that split second that number thirty four has to look, he's mm-hmm. too late. It's just that if we free release this, 34 is right on him, right? But they pull yep. that guard, they show the action, and they're too late. This is what the Green Bay Packers at the linebacker position are really going to have to look for. And I, yep. AG, I just wanted to set this, I set this up because mm. this is how they started the last week, right? First quarter of the game, I think it's the second series. <clears throat> they start off under center, run the ball, great double team up top, we'll show it, right? First down run, explosive 12 play. Yeah, 12 the ground. 12 nice. personnel. Watch these guys again playing against Roquan and company. Great job. Okay, a couple of those guys are rookies going in there, making those plays at the tight end position. Yeah. We go under center again. Now we got the play action pass. And they do a great job of flooding everybody out of there because it's play action. They can get mm-hmm. Pollard out in the flat. Another explosive play. Couple plays later, going back to the tight end, man, because I just think it's a big deal. Like that cutoff, they're playing it, on their line, nice. of, their side of the line of scrimmage, yep. right? Like yep. it's like AG. doesn't get touched till second level. You don't have to make the cut early, right? Nope. It's there. You, you can get your pads downhill. This stuff is this is this is gold if you're an offensive lineman running back. And then the last play I wanted to show here is like you got a Dak Prescott. You know, they were number one in the league in offense. He's been last year. This year he's been hurt, but this is the stuff he can still do. That is the mm-hmm. option with the keep. And guess who's leading him through? They're tied in, of course, because this yep. is just how the play's working out. But these guys, these guys are the real deal, man. Like they, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a tough football game because they can attack you in a bunch of different ways. They have weapons, but most importantly, like they have that they have that glue position that I yep. think. You know, when I every time I look at this offense, people are saying, "Well, we're not explosive enough. We don't have this." I'm always like, "Man, but for me, we need like we need the Dalton Schultz. Like we need that guy who really solidifies the the run game and that personnel package, so we can run any package we want. Mm-hmm. And then also has is a threat in the field, so we can stretch the defense. We can find we can take advantage of those play action passes for the linebackers. Like we can take advantage of all that stuff. And you know, Penning's coming off an ACL." He's still got some work to do in the run game. Like it's not like this, it's not like the guy's not on the roster necessarily, but mm-hmm. we're just not where they are. And you kind of see it where you get. It's like um, it's going to be a tough game this weekend. Yeah, it's, it's going to be real tough. It's going to be brutal. Yep, it ain't, and it's that cold. <laughs> it's going to be warm. <laughs> it's interesting. That It'll makes it even worse, right? Do yes. you think they're going to? You think they're going to cheer or boo McCarthy? Oh, good question. Way the season's going, they might cheer him. <laughs> I think they should cheer him. I think I they should. I think they will to too. It's not like he asked for a trade. They fired. No, him. exactly. They fired you know? him. Right. Yeah. yeah I think they're gonna cheer him. Street, I think Packer right? fans are saying, "Yeah, he got a street right he's now got the street. within he's got a mile." The yep. Within a mile of the stadium, McCarthy's way. So yeah, he gonna he gonna probably he gonna get some cheers. 
It might I be a few boos. I would kind of hope. I would kind of hope he gets. You know. You know. They boo the Cowboys. They cheer him when he gets announced. I think it's. Yeah. Probably, I think that's fair. Yeah. He brought, he brought a championship to this team. I know that everybody now is saying, "Well, it's like I, I'll tell you what. Did you find it? I don't know if you saw the the Aaron Rodgers. You know, hey, he's kind of speaking very um, cordially about about his time with Mike and how mm-hmm. you know some of he, he thinks a lot more of it now in retrospect and you know, obviously. obviously some of that's just sentimental. I don't mm-hmm. know if any of it's a you know a hidden message, a dig. I don't think so. I just think he was right. being sentimental. But uh, yeah, it was it was certainly notable. Oh yeah. All right. Keys to the game, bud. I got yep. three. We're here. Packers defense. They like to establish the run on play action pass off. We just showed it. So are do we? Ha- I think we are physically able to take away the run threat, right, and make them one dimensional. Mm-hmm. But I think we're gonna have to do it. You you by the third quarter. The Dallas Cowboys have to be a one-dimensional team, whether that's because we're up a lot or whether that's because we've just stopped their ability to run the ball. We forced them into a shotgun pass team. Mm-hmm. Like that, that is a that is a huge key to this game on defense. Um advantages it, offensively, they play super aggressive both up the field from their pass rush, but also mm-hmm. the way they play man, man press cover one. So can we take advantage with those double moves? Can we take advantage with the screen game? Can we take advantage with the play action game? Like these are all like viable, legitimate opportunities, yep. but we're going to have to be able to obviously protect the football. And the thing I wrote on these notes is I think this is a real gut check for the coaching staff in a number mm-hmm. of ways. When you get out of a game, like you just lost to the, to the, the, the lions, the worst ranked defense in the league and you score nine points and it doesn't look like you're prepared to play well. Correct. That's what, you know, that honestly, if we're just calling it what it is like defensively, I, I don't, I don't necessarily think that's an issue. You know, I know that we had some miscommunication we talked about on some of the mm-hmm. touchdown on the touchdowns, but you know, you, you allow 15 points. You really net out less than that. If you think about the fact that Alexander gave him the ball in the 23 or the 25 yard line, that's at yep. least a three point turn. If we don't throw the pick the next play. So they're, they played at a high level. They played good enough to win, but offensively from a receiver position, you know, that thing comes out about the, you know, you know, the Grumleys and the skate and all that you start going, yeah. okay, it's time to prepare better. Whatever that looks like, I know what that looks like to you. I have an idea what it looks like to to our our team, our time there. Mm-hmm. What does it look like to these guys? I don't know, but it, it, they got to start preparing better. And, and for me, preparation, it's easy for us to say that's up to the players. And for you and I, we take that personal responsibility seriously. Oh yeah. But when you're in a team setting, the coaching staff has to they have to be just fanatical this week about making mm-hmm. sure that every I is dotted and every T is crossed. A hundred percent because uh, they've been, they've been exposed pretty much. So my keys to the game, starting with the defense, stop the run um, because that's been something that Dallas is very good at. We just watched it breaking down film with the tight ends doing their job and the play action off of that contain the pass. I say, you're not going to stop it. You got guys like CD lamb running around the field and you got Schultz that gets open and can make things happen. So just contain it and then limit the explosive plays defensively because that is what is gotten this team beat or any team beat, but this team beat particularly in the last five uh, losses here. And then uh, offense right there, getting rhythm, you know, establish the run game first, get the play action going, you know, then, you know, regardless of, you know, we know we're going to most likely have AJ and Kalen running the ball. So what? Those are your guys. You got to roll with them and get that offensive line, some confidence to get the ball up the field before you go into, you know, different packages of pass plays. Let's get the run set up first because we know that's going to make it his bread and butter. And then just play with effort and pride. Uh, we saw a little bit in the Buffalo game. We, it was a little chatty and all that. Do that again, but just find it. Do it within yourself and not having the team poke you out, po- you know, point point you out. You know, do get yourself hyped up to play ball and then play and execute at a high level. Do that for players individually, and then we probably see a really good game out there on, on Sunday. I'm just trying to check because I wasn't sure. Is is Aaron Jones? Is he officially out, or they is are they still? I think he's day to day. I think he's day to day right now. Okay. Yeah, that'd be tough, man. If he's not in there, that's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be a, a bad day. Yeah, he has a. Oh. I think it's an ankle. They had him God, up there just, listed. You just think about. Yeah, all it's them. an ankle. So is he's been limited. He's been limited capacity Wednesday. That was yesterday. So mm-hmm. he did practice, just limited practice. So, so yeah, we oh, don't know 100%. News. So that's good. That's real good from what I saw with a boot hurt, you know, early yeah. readings and from the game <clears throat> at the Lions was a boot, which is not good. No. And then now he did practice. He just was limited capacity. So that's even, so that's 100% good news right there to know that he's going to be in the backfield along with AJ and, and then um, Kalen. He's going to probably now be off the, you know, rotating in 
from special teams and in offensive realm run plays. The last thing I'll be interested in seeing is, for just for my own edification, is is uh, are they going to keep doing this rotation at the right guard position with with JRJ and Zach Tom? Yeah, you, you know, with, especially with especially with Bakhtiari being in this situation we talked about on Monday that's so difficult right now because he's such a good player when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, do you need to just give Tom all the reps at left tackle, you know, all week? And and then I believe just, so, man. You yeah. gotta let him go. You just gotta let up guys. Certain positions, running back is one. I believe offensive line is that other position. You can't just keep rotating out because the guy doesn't get in rhythm, doesn't get in his, you know, coming Especially out of stand too, right? Right, and then you got a young guy too. You know where you get your punch down and you you get your footwork down and you get your 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 areas between the tackle to your right and the center to your left. You get all that. Okay, I feel good, so I know where these guys. I know where I, I could put my hand here and when we do this. And so yeah, you, I think you got yeah. Do, don't do the rotation thing and uh, let let him play. How much how much sleep do you think? Uh, well, I don't want to say it that way, but like you know, if Michael Parsons is looking at the depth and then he goes he goes oh Bakhtiari's out. Oh, yeah, oh, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's like, oh, uh, Zach Tom, a rookie against oh, me he... this week. It's Marcus Lawrence. All these guys just like, there's some good. Play- I think they're up for it. Like, I think they're game for it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think it's more of a problem when they start moving the guys around. All of a sudden, you snap count. You know, he just said, said hi. The guys are in the B gap, not that out too. The guard. Correct. Like, it's problems, but man, oh, man, plus yeah. five, baby. Do you want to do plus some of these? Five. Do you want to do some of these, uh, these uh, weekends games? Yeah, we sure can. Hold on. Okay, man. Let's some, some of these scores up here. Let me give you this Thursday. Well, tonight. Yeah, tonight, tonight we got we got the Falcons Panthers. I don't know if anybody cares, but I, I, two and a half to the Falcons. <laughs> let's just assume the Falcons are going to win that game. I mean, let's be yeah, honest, they've been playing cares. good ball. It's just interesting. NFC South is uh, that league is is like Dumpster the AFC fire. East. It was like the AFC East last year, last couple years. Yeah. So AFC South is now the AFC East. Not good. Uh, but yeah, they've been playing good ball. Mariota is kind of re- resurrected his career you know, yeah. there in, in ATL. So he's doing good. So yeah, I've definitely taken that spread to at two and a half because they've been still playing good football, even though it's not, you know, 100% four quarters sometimes. But Panthers figure out a way. They had a week against the Saints, but they blew that away by celebrating and throwing the helmet and, you know, what happened there. <laughs> the, the Seattle Seahawks are underdogs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Germany this weekend. How? I don't know. I, I mean, saw that earlier should today. Should we take a loan surprised. out right now and just bet everything we have on that? Like that is that makes no sense to me. Nah, Geno's playing good. Defense playing good for Seahawks. So the the Bucks are. I mean, that game they won. The, the Rams lost that game as much as the Bucks won it last week. They're not. They didn't play well. Exactly. I say the only thing that probably go against the Seahawks is the plane ride. <laughs> Because they're going yeah. from the Pacific Northwest. Unless they went through the other way, they went to Japan, like Eastern. No, they go, go over to North Pole. When you go over, you go over to North Pole. Uh, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I said that's the only thing I could say. You're thinking of it from a flat map. They go over. Yeah, go I was thinking pole. from a flat map. Yep, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a long trip. <laughs> I was like, it is though. What do you it got? Is. What do you got? What, uh, let's see, Chiefs, Jaguars, Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs all day. Yeah. Okay. Detroit, Pat Chicago. Mahomes playing Michael Jordan level right now. Detroit, Chicago is a good game, and Justin Fields is playing well. It's a three-point game for Chicago at home. Yep. The the Lions are, you know, we we saw what they are last week. I don't know why. I still it'll be forever perplexing how we played so poorly against their defense. But Justin Fields is playing at a much higher level. It looks like once they let him sort of become part of the running game as they got well. him comfortable they got he's him comfortable at the at his position that's what they did they start running plays where he's actually running and throwing so that i think he got comfortable now he's blooming he's blooming into a quarterback he can be dolphins browns so bears there for me yeah dolphins uh, brown i'm with you dolphins browns dolphins by three and a half at home i'll take that i'll yeah. take that three and a half on dolphins that, it just you know just they gotta watch out i say dolphins gotta watch out they get nick chubb going and uh kareem hunt because he's still there. He was on the chain block, but did not get traded. But they get that run game going, then it'd be a problem. But I think with Miami's defense and Tua doing his job with the receivers, Waddle and uh, Hill. Have you watched it. any? Have you really sat and watched any Miami offense? Not quite yet. I only okay. caught highlights. Only Here's highlights. the thing, because everyone's talking about how, you know, maybe uh, Tyree kills an MVP candidate, and then everyone's like, no, nah, it's Tua, it's Tua. And then, you know, Tua's out, and, the, and they don't play as well. Dude. Right. Tua's got crazy accuracy, no question about it. Quick release, like smart player. Okay, Tua Tungavailoa, Tyree Kill and Jan Water are so wide open that he can oh. he, he underthrows passes. I've seen that. Through. It doesn't, dude. It doesn't 
matter. Like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are are literally like playing Tecmo Bowl against everybody else. <laughs> like his passes, we I, I watched a, I watched a tape. I can't remember. I've watched a couple, but I remember the last time I watched. They're missing. I mean, to it like on any other team, it's picks, incompletions, underthrows, and dude, he just because he doesn't have a great arm. He's super accurate. Mm-hmm. but he doesn't have a great arm but dude they're just jumping up and taking the ball away from people they'll he'll, they'll be running by themselves like there's nobody else on the screen yeah it's like it's yeah. like they're literally like I, everybody just fell over and died like it's a it is crazy what they are it's crazy what mike mcdaniel's offense combined with the speed that they have receive raheem Mostert's another one yep, a problem. is not a great tight end but as far as like a tall slot receiver it gets open mm-hmm. um and then Waddle and those – it's crazy what they're doing to defenses, man. It yeah, is if I get a chance to watch that, I will watch it to this weekend. For sure. Minnesota, Minnesota, Buffalo. Buffalo by three and a half. Josh Allen looks like he won't play with that UCL injury. Yeah. This is a – this. so this is a noon game that they mm-hmm. didn't think was going to be a big game. This is a big game all of a sudden. This with is Minnesota a being a six, and, six or seven and one right now. Yeah. Um, and uh, was it Case Keenan? Is uh, Josh Allen's backup there? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say – I'm going Vikings. I'm going Vikings. They've been playing good football. Defense is playing good. Um, I can't argue with you, but Buffalo. I know, but I like Buffalo's play. defense. Defense still. Yeah. They got Vaughn, and they're doing some. They doing their job. They haven't lost anybody. They haven't lost. You may lost a few injuries, but they're beat. They're just playing. Help. You know, playing strong though. The that's, is, that's a coin toss for me. It's a the tough. The problem one. is the Bills of the Bills. Like whatever. If it's 25 or 35 touchdowns, whatever they've scored, like all but two of them have been accounted for by Josh Allen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lot, like yeah. that's what runner pass. So it's it's hard, but Buffalo's a tough place to play. I think they're. I think the. I think their team is better than Minnesota's team. But Josh, oh yeah. a huge I, that, that that I agree with. Yep. Okay, we got uh, Tennessee, Denver. I don't think anybody cares about. Okay, we got Chargers, <laughs> San Francisco. Oh, here we go. Chargers, 49ers, 49ers Ooh. by seven at home. Yeah. What happened to the chart, dude? I thought the Chargers were gonna be like the team this year. Yeah. Justin Herbert, like what happened to those Cleo guys? Mac. Is, is it that yeah, big of a Joey Bosa? For my money, Joey Bosa was the best defensive pass rush interior or, or lineman that I had seen playing this year until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I watched film on all these, like he was the yeah. best guy that I'd seen playing. I, I always take Aaron Donald out of the picture. Like he's not, he's on a different level. Yeah, Everybody but Aaron Donald, Joey Bosa was the best guy I'd seen play this year before he got hurt. I, Maybe he's that big of a difference maker, dude. And then wow. and then Rashawn Slater at left tackle mm. obviously was one of the better young guys at, at his position. But those guys got hurt the same week, and mm. they have just been not good it's since been, It's been a struggle. Oh, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. I like the 49ers defense, mm-hmm. and they're at home. And Kyle is uh, getting that team ready to go offensively and defensively. So I'm, I, I like that spread. I like that spread. You like that spread at seven? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I, you always think Justin Herbert's going to kind of show, and, you know, it's a night game. I don't yeah, and this Gosh, is his, his I, rear end. There's no reason that you're wrong. I can't think of a reason to argue against you. Right. You know, right. honestly. All right, last one. Philly, Philly, Washington. Philly's by 11. Yeah. I don't think this, I think this is a no-brainer, but yeah. I had to ask. And Heineke, I, you know, you're always rooting for Heineke, but it's like that Philly offense right now looks like it's just, you know, it's like a tidal wave, man. It just keeps yeah. coming. I mean, one thing we'll get out of the commanders, they're going to play hard. It's a rival game. It's a yeah. divisional game. They're going to play tough. Um, but the way you watch Philly last game, the Sunday night game, or was it Monday night game they were on? Even though the game was tight, they just kind of, you know what? We got time and let's turn it on. Let's create a turnover. They did it. Let's get against another touchdown. Yeah, against the yeah. Texans. You know, let's create a turnover. We did. Boom. There's the turnover. Let's get up by 14 and then we're going to win. It, hard, it was just hard, like, yeah. it was just like they knew once we execute the right way, which they, you know, they, yeah. they stymied um, Houston's. Uh, First half, you know, first quarter push. You got all that enthusiasm Maybe, coming. Pierce was out there running. They have kids. Oh, he runs great. He's really good. He's a nice running back. Har- Hargraves came Not- in in the second, third quarter. Their D tackle across from Fletcher Cox. Fletcher's always Fletcher Cox. He's a great player. Yeah. Hargraves. Hargraves just destroyed their interior offensive line. And then, like yeah. like you said, ninety seven. Was it Yeah, ninety seven. Dude, here's here's something that's crazy. Uh, Jason Kelsey has been the. I feel like he's been the center for the Eagles for, for since time. like 1980. Like he's got the big beard, you know. Dude, he is. He's he's the best center in, in football right now. Yeah, I like him. 
He's, oh, un- he's dude, nice. watch. He's unbelievable. How he's still so good in his center of gravity. The way 34? that he can attack people and and like he climbs to the second level. They showed well, him on some. Every, he does everything. Where he pulled well. out some yeah. pull out plays where he came out from center, hiked the ball, and then getting in front of the running back and leading them down the field. It's like, and he's violent. That's a, and oh he yeah, che- he checks people on loopers, man. He checks yep. their whole card, man. He's vi- oh, I love yeah. watching that guy. Yep. I love that whole line. They're, they're every they got. Their left guard's gonna be he should be all pro this year. Milata's great. Lane Johnson's unbelievable. I mean, yeah, they're just good all over, dude. They're, they're fun to watch. They're off, they're, you you would have you would have had two thousand yards every year with those guys. <laughs> yeah, Appreciate you. We're in front of that chump chain shit line that you had. Oh Lord. No, all right. Uh, no, very good guys. <laughs> AG, very tell good. AG, tell everybody where they can find you, bud. Hey man, you can find me at Amon Green 30 on Twitter and Instagram. And Gamers Lounge is on TikTok at Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Check out the post there. And the show is live on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. That's where you can find me. What about yourself, Mike? All right. I'm uh, Mike Wall68 on Twitter, Process to Perform on Instagram. You can find this show anywhere you get your podcast. If you want to watch the video stuff, go to uh, Process to Perform. Go to YouTube. Check out our YouTube channel, Process to Perform. YouTube backslash Process to Perform. We'll send out the links. Uh, Ag, be interesting weekend. We'll have to mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have fun diagnosing this game uh, as it as Definitely. it plays out. I'm sure, but uh, I guess the big prop bet is whether or not they root for or they, they cheer for Mike McCarthy. That's that, that'll be right we'll now. That's like the best thing going. We'll find out. I, it's going to be a mixture. I know it's going to be a hundred percent mixture. It'll be a few boos and yays for some days. All right, my man. We'll see you. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.